The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is your host, Muriel Felous, and I'm delighted that you're here. So how has it been going with strengthening your faith uh, using the three ways that I gave you last week in the last episode, as well as the live uh, video that I did in my Facebook group to complement that episode. I hope that your faith is growing. I hope that you are witnessing many miracles in your life or maybe big miracles because I know from experience in my life and in the life the lives of my clients that this works. It does work. And I also posted on Instagram an affirmation for you which is one that I have been using for years. It has been working for me in many, many ways. And it has, it has created miracles. It always makes me feel calmer in times of storm, let's say. And it makes me feel loved as well. So I hope you take advantage of that or you come up with your own mantra, with your own affirmation to to feel connected to the divine and to affirm that connection with an intention to make it even more real in your life. Because remember, what you intend will come back to you. What you affirm will be so on so many levels, both on a brain level, because you affirm that truth. So it is, if you do it um, enough times, your brain will recognize that it is something that is relevant to you and it will show you the proofs over and over in the outside world. And this is because of our reticular activating system, which is acting like a matchmaker. Um, you know, like, a, I don't know why I just had the image of an Uber, Uber order. 
like you set the intention, you affirm you want it, and anything that vibrates at that same level, anything that resonates with that truth will come to you. And on, of course, on an energy level, you know that when you stop at that floor, you will be matched, you will be synchronized with so many proofs that the universe is assisting you and so many synchronicities. So that's just to remind you to take advantage of what I uh, shared last week because in many cases I've seen clients and people discard ways or solutions or tools because they were too simple. We live in an era of technology, of complexity, and the truth is life is simple. It works in simple ways, and what we are talking about now is the law of attraction or the law of alignment, whatever you want to call it. I always call it the law of alignment because of the energy elevator metaphor that I always use and it's it's a law it's, it's simple to apply and this week we're going to talk about a completely different subject which is as always inspired by my clients by the moms I talk to by the feedback that I get um, in emails, I want to ask you if there is a part of you, if you're going through something very, very harsh, and I'm talking from experience, if you have a big problem and you're not exactly sure how to approach it, what to do, uh, you're not sure that you have what it takes, you, you're... you're trying to stay afloat and you are feeling that if you don't put an immense effort, you're going to drown. You may dream, fantasize, or even want to give your problem away for someone else to take your problem. And this is something that Frankly, it's, it's almost natural to think this way because when it's too much, you just want to take that big thing and give it away. So although I may have taught you in the past and especially in my previous podcast to give your problem to the universe, I teach you to enlist the assistance and the guidance of the universe. I want to emphasize that we are not supposed to give completely the problem away without being involved. Even if your involvement is just to be noticing the next step, the, the guidance that comes in the form of the next step. May the step be an action, maybe an education, maybe you need to read a book or learn something, 
learn some techniques, learn some communication skills, whatever you need to learn, or the step is maybe to meet someone and, and recognize that person as an ally, as the assistance of the universe. If you were giving your problem completely away and forget about it, you may be giving your power away as well. Because the power in solving a problem is always, first of all, before I even go there, let me give you three examples that I've seen which resonate with wanting to give your problem away, which resonates with which resonate with giving your power away. The first case scenario is I said it, just wanting to give your power away. To, for someone else to deal with. When you do that, you deprive yourself from the lesson that you're supposed to learn. And frankly, I've seen it so many times in my life, in the lives of every person that I know. When we refuse the lesson, the <sighs> obligation, I don't know if that's really the word, the lesson is going to become harder. Like, the, first the universe is going to whisper to you, and then it's going to go a little bit louder, and then it's going to talk, and the next time it's going to scream, and the next time it's going to kick you in the butt, because that's a lesson that you're meant to learn. So if you give your prob problem away completely and not deal at all with it, you're refusing the lesson and it may come in another form that's going to be way harsher or it may persist in that form but become even more complicated. Um, so that's one way. The other way is I remember when my teens started acting out and being self-destructive and being frankly making impulsive decisions that were potentially putting them in danger, uh, acting stupid. I had so much on my plate. First of all, I had two of them doing that at one time, and I, I, I raised my kids as a single mom, so I had no support, no guidance, um, no one to share the burden with, because their father wasn't really in the picture in that way. I also was recovering from hepatitis B. I had so many things in my life. When this started and it became really a problem, I kept saying that I wished I would disappear. And although I would be too afraid to say I want to die, because that's very violent, in my mind, I wished, I wished that something would just Take me away from this planet, like a light bulb, not a light bulb, a light, lightning. Um, I don't know. Just take me away. Take me. I kept telling God, ah, if you just want to take me now, just take me. It's too much. 
it's too much. That's also a way to give your power away. And for me, it became so intense that I was spiraling into depression to a point where I literally felt powerless. I had no more power. I had no... I felt I was facing a wall that I could not break and there was no door. I wouldn't even think that there was a way to deal with the problem, to approach the problem. I felt literally powerless. So that's a second way to give your power away, to want to go and escape or or be taken away. Instead of you giving the problem away, you're being taken out of the picture. And so the problem will deal by itself. And the third way is to deny the existence of the problem, which is a little bit different because when you want to disappear, you know the problem is there. I have seen... Uh, one of my mom clients recently who is facing really, really, really difficult challenges with a kid who has mental health issues and she has been denying the severity of the problem for years and she just she, she just can't she can't go there so she's denying the severity of the situation. She's denying what her kid is able and not able to do. Um, she She's a very positive person, she, so she has always been trying to push her kid to do better, to to improve, to grow. But she does not take in account the limitation and the handicap that is present with her kid. So denial of what's going on is also a way that you give your power away. Instead of just looking at the problem in the face, and I know I'm saying that, I know how difficult it is because I've dealt with um, a teen suicidal attempt, so it's also a problem with um, mental health and I know how scary it can be I know how in some cases moms are filled with guilt because they think that maybe they did something in the example that I was talking about the mom in question is blaming herself so when there is a problem of guilt there is so much self-judgment that you cannot even look at the problem. And I know how difficult it can be. However, you cannot find a solution to something that you're not seeing. You cannot find a customized, customized solution to your kid if you're not really looking at it with clarity, at the problem. And maybe sometimes you will need help of a therapist, of a coach, of a friend, of a family member. Although family members are 
emotionally involved usually. So it's not as simple because they are not going to be neutral. It's better to take someone who's neutral. A professional would, would be better. But denying the problem, um, staying at work, for example, for hours and hours and hours when you don't really need to be there, but it's just because you don't want to look at it, is a way to give your power away. And as difficult as it can be to face a challenge and to really dive into it, it's always your point of power. But not um, without preparing yourself emotionally. Not without being in an emotional state where you have access to your whole brain. Which means if you are panicked, if you are in too much fear, if you are in too much judgment, there is stress underlying and uh, under the surface and you will have a stress response in your body. And when that's the case, you know that when the stress center in the brain is becoming active, detecting a threat, it will send biochemicals into your body that will make you react differently. And it will detour a portion of the blood that is normally going to the frontal cortex, to the front brain, to the most recent brain, which is the part of the brain where you analyze and you tap into your resources. So to summarize, the best point of power, your point of power is always in the now moment, not thinking about the past or the future, the now moment, assessing with clarity what's going on, even if you need some help, And sometimes you will need help just to hold your hand. That's what I do with my clients. I help them. This week I was uh, coaching someone who... She was amazed by how the picture became clear about what was going on and how she was able to tap in her own resources because we were working together. I was guiding her. So I was reflecting back what was going on, but in a certain way to where it was structured, to where she could see the problem and go from point A to point B to point C to point D to get to her own inner wisdom. And at the end of the session, she was like transformed to where at the beginning, there was like a wall when I was trying to um, suggest that she was the one who needed to change and she was resisting me and resisting me. At the end, she came... I mean, when I coach people, I don't tell them what they need to do. I... I don't tell them what to do. I show them the situation and I ask them questions. So sometimes when you ask a question and what's going to be, what's going to happen if that other person doesn't change? 
what's going to happen if the situation doesn't change and even become worse? Her answer was like, she literally, she told me that person has to change. So when that happens, I know that the person needs to go through an emotional uh, mini journey. She needs to, to go through a process, not a journey, a, pro a process. And that's where, with the guidance of a coach, and in my case, tapping, because tapping is very powerful, you will get to that through that process if the person is really if your coach knows what they're doing and at the end of it get to your own conclusion to it's it's so clear that this is the solution and that needs to come from you and you're the one who needs to change and you've already changed on the spot because you changed your perception even though the problem is still there you, you're seeing it completely differently. But that process sometimes will only happen when the person feels safe enough to go there. And that's where, as a coach, I hold your hand because it's scary and it's painful and you're judging yourself so much. So by me creating a safe space, you're able to go there without the judgment. You're able to go there and really see what's going on. So, assessing clearly what's going on is this, the first step to, to power. And then seeing the guidance from your either your inner guidance or the universe's guidance to the next step to, and it doesn't have to be something big. Sometimes steps come in very small things, but you go from one to another to another until the situation is transforming itself. So don't give your power away by trying to escape the challenge, by trying to give it away, to deny it, or to just disappear from the situation. That's what I wanted to share today because I've seen um, clients this week suffering from challenges that were very, very intense. And by trying to avoid digging and diving into what they needed to do, it created even more suffering. And I'm trying to avoid that suffering from you. So by the time that I would I will post this episode. There is also another way you give your power away, and that's a little bit different. That's your power power away, not regarding your challenge with your team, but regarding the in in your interaction with your team. And when this episode will be published. I will already have done a live promoting this episode in my Facebook group and giving you another way that you're giving your power away as a mom. So I really hope it helps. I know it will because I've been there. And I'll see you next time. Just to remind you, you can always 
suggest a topic, when you go to the podcast page of my website, co-parentingwiththeuniverse slash podcast, and there you have a form where you can submit a topic if you want to do that more um, privately than doing it in the Facebook group. And also come play with us in the Facebook group. I mean, when I say play, interact, pose your questions, ask for feedback, ask for some tips from me, whatever you need. And frankly, having a community of other moms and uh, knowing that we're all going through the same kind of stuff, even if they're not the exact same problems, we are, we are all in the same boat. It helps. So I'll see you next time. Until then, I hope you step in your power in a big way and that the results are magnificent in your life. Bye. If you like this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes and share it with other moms out there. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on The Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.